Valley. This is the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Now here are your hosts, Bob Mercer and Rick Sawyer. Well, good evening, everybody. It's 6.30 on the East Coast, 3.30 on the West Coast, which can only mean one thing. You're three hours behind us. Welcome <laughs> to the Bobcast MOB with Rick and Bob. I'm your host, Bob Mercer, and with me, as always, is our host, Rick Sawyer, out there in Murkytown land. Um, tonight, we're going to do, we're going to start what I hope is a series of interviews with candidates for different offices, whether they be state, local, or county or local. Um, tonight we have two on tonight. We have Roger Conley with us and we're going to talk to Roger here shortly about his run for county commission. Um, many of you know Roger from one of our shows before. Roger was a member of the West Virginia House of Delegates and now he wants to be your next county commissioner. So we're going to get to that here in a minute. Let me pull something up here real quick. Rick's done a great thing. No birthdays or anniversaries that I'm aware of. If you have one and we didn't get it, go ahead and go ahead and message us. One minute. I got to turn this on real quick. Chat right there. I got to turn. Yeah. If you got a birthday or an anniversary or something that you want, um, we're going to, um, we'll give it a shout out here. If not, then we're going to move on. Um, anything going on, Rick, that we need to know about? Don't think so. I've, I've stayed away from the news today, so I'm, I'm in pretty good spirits today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the news, news is kind of depressing. All right. So let's get right into this since we don't have a lot since nobody's sending us anything right this moment. We had a lot last week. Wow. But anyway, again, we have Roger Conley with us. Roger is running for county commission for Wood County. And we're going to um, have Roger just introduce himself, talk, you know, give us a little bit of background of what he's doing. And then we'll, you know, we'll go from there. Good evening, Roger. Glad you're on, sir. Hey, good evening, uh, Bob and, and Rick. Thank you so much for having me on and uh, love to give you just a little bit of background on myself. Uh, I'm a lifelong resident of Wood County. My wife, Catherine, and I have been married for actually 49 years here in just a couple of days. Uh, we've got three uh, grown sons. We've got seven grandchildren. I've spent the biggest part of my career in the manufacturing industry and uh, up until just recently owned Conley Fabrication out in Mineral Wells. Uh, I have sold that business and am now retired. So, uh, and quite frankly, I recommend that. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I'm a uh, former member of the Vienna City Council. And as Bob alluded to, uh, I was also a member of the West Virginia Legislature in the House of Delegates. I've been a past member and chairman of the Wood County Republican Executive Committee, as well as a member of the Virginia Executive Committee. And I am for the uh, Wood County Commission because, quite frankly, I believe it's time for change. And, and when I say that, I'm not just talking change for the sake of change. I'm talking about some real positive change. Uh, you know, there's some really very stark differences between my opponent and I and one thing I never want to do is go into a campaign being negative but there's a big difference between being negative and, and pointing out the differences between you and your opponent and and that's simply what right. I want to do is 
those differences, Bob, and I appreciate again you and uh, Rick giving me the opportunity to, to do that. Uh, I, I'm a very proud conservative Republican. You know, there's a lot of people that call themselves conservatives, but, you know, at the end of the day, your record is what determines that. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a very solid conservative voting record when it comes to conservative values and being a fiscal conservative. You know, I'm a hundred percent pro-life, uh, always will be. I truly believe that life begins at conception and from that point forward, that life should not be altered by any uh, anyone other than God. Uh, I'm 100% pro-gun and when I say pro-gun, I mean all guns. I don't think the government should be telling us we can own this gun or that gun. We can own this ammo, not that ammo. We can have a bump stock or we can't. I'm 100% uh, pro-gun. And, uh, you know, also, you know, our family values is something that I always want to be there fighting for, our conservative family values, uh, our choice of education with our families, medical freedoms is something that I have fought very hard for in the past and will continue to do so. Uh, I firmly believe in lower taxes and, and smaller government, and these are the changes that I look forward to bringing to the uh the county commissioners uh, race guys and 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 then I will get into uh, here. You guys jump in anytime you have something you want to say. I, I tend to get started and don't slow down quick enough for somebody to get a word in edgewise. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what that's why I just like to sit and listen to what you got to say. You've always been you, you've always been pretty straightforward with with where you stand. And, you know, as long as I've known you and we've had you on before, you've never changed your position. Um, one thing one thing i do need to ask um you know the county for the last few years have had has had a stagnant budget so to speak it's been you know not a whole yep. lot not a whole lot going on what do how can we fix that i mean how can we i, I know it's kind well, of a difficult I, question but how do we how do we go about making that tax base without wiping people out so to speak on that very glad you asked that because that's one of the stark differences between my opponent and I. Uh, my opponent has been adamant that we implement a 1% sales tax across the county to increase their revenue. Uh, right now, because of home rule, as you know, Bob Parkersburg has got uh, the 1% sales tax. Vienna has it. Williamstown has it. And uh, my opponent wants that to be county-wide, and uh, I totally oppose that. Uh, my opponent says that's the only way that they have to increase revenue. I absolutely do not agree with that at all. We can increase our revenue by broadening our tax base. We broaden our tax base by getting busy getting and bringing real jobs back to Wood County. You know, it's great to have, you know, a lot of the fast foods and things like that. We need that. There's nothing wrong with that. I guess I'm really uh, a little bit more on the manufacturing side because that's what I've done my career. And if you look across the state, guys, we have had in the last few years in surrounding counties almost 20, right at 
20 new manufacturing facilities that have popped up in the surrounding counties. Do you know how many Wood County has received? None. Zero. Why We've is got, that? What happened? We got to fix that. And, and, and the way we fix that is to work hand in hand with our local economic development people. You know, we've got uh, Lindsay Pearsall and her staff that does a great job here in Wood Great County. job. You know, we need to work and as a commission with the Wood County Economic Commission. We need to go to Charleston. We need to, when they're in session, somebody from that county commission needs to be there constantly. We need to be uh, to uh, James Bailey, who is the West Virginia Secretary of Commerce. We need to be talking to Mitch, the Secretary of the West Virginia Economic Development. Uh, Larry Pack was just recently appointed as Chairman of the Economic Development. These are all people that I know well. And on day one, I'll be able to walk into any one of those people's office and say, hey, I really appreciate, and West Virginia has really been blessed by having all these jobs coming to West Virginia. But what about Wood County? What do we do differently in Wood County? County to get some of these jobs. We have to not take no for an answer. We have to stay diligent with the pursuit of those jobs because they're out there. You know, I heard many people say, well, you know, we didn't get new core because uh, we didn't have enough available property. Well, I, I understand that, but you know, not too, too often you get a new core come along that I would consider a grand slam home run. We don't have to have grand slams, guys. We can have base hits. Right. You know, right. We can have that ultimately scores that run. And we can get a job. You know, I recently built, you guys know, a, a factory that I just sold uh, out at Mineral Wells that, you know, right now employs 50 people. The industrial park that I had out there now has three other buildings on it that, you know, they have 50 people. Those are base hits, and that's okay. Base hits equal runs, just like a grand slam does. We just have to get off of our hind end, not wait on it to come to us. We got to go get it. You know, the old saying goes, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. I can promise you, as your county commissioner, my wheels are going to be squeaking. And, uh, you know, we just, we can broaden our tax base. The infrastructure upgrades that we need. We need shovel-ready property. If we have shovel-ready property, we're going to get manufacturing facilities. You know, we've got that piece of property uh, that the, the cracker is going to go in down at Washington Bottom. Guess what? We don't have infrastructure to that property. Really? You know, I, and obviously, you don't want to run infrastructure through that property because you don't know what may end up being there. But you certainly need to have the infrastructure in place to allow those facilities uh, to come. If you have the facilities, if you have the, the ground ready, you know, we spend money like drunken sailors, but we don't spend the money where we will get a return on our investment. Is that going to come to fruition, Roger, The or is that pretty much a, a finished deal, the uh, cracker plant down at the... I, I, I think that's done. I think we can just forget about that and try to figure out what we use that piece of property. I know they got people all excited about that and... And, I, and, and I'm pretty comfortable in saying that won't happen. But what, let me get back to spending money. My opponent has spent a minimum of $60,000. And I say minimum because I, I, can, I can vouch for that, but I think there might be more. 
but a minimum of $60,000 to a high-priced uh, lobbyist in Charleston to work with the legislature to try to implement that 1% sales tax. $60,000 of our taxpayer money has been spent on a lobbyist to try to raise our taxes. There's just something bad, bad wrong with that picture. You yeah, take yeah. a resiliency center downtown. I don't absolutely understand the concept of that. At, uh, we got $16.5 million of recovery money. Of that $16.5 million of recovery money from the federal government, Wood County is going to spend $13.5, $14 million on the resiliency center. Every time I drive by that thing, I just shake my head. Where's the return on the investment? You know, I ask the question, what are we going to do with that resiliency center? Well, it's going to be the county garage. So, you know, we're going to have a place to pull the dump trucks in and, and the snow plows and the dozers or whatever and work on them. But then, you know, when uh, the other answer is when we had that pandemic, we had a really rough time. You know, if we have another pandemic, we're going to have a place that we can do the vaccines and we're going to have a place that we can social distance. And, you know, if we need to have courts and we have no place to social distance, that's, you know, we can do that there. And if we have another derecho, we'll have some place for a cooling station. But, guys, I, I would submit to you that $13.5, $14 million is an awful lot of money to spend just in case you need it sometime. You know, we did okay uh, when this pandemic hit the last time. We had vaccines uh, at, you know, different facilities. Mm -hmm. It worked out fine, and I'm sure there was a lot of other facilities that have been glad to offer the facilities had they been asked so to spend the kind of money that we're spending when we have so many infrastructure needs and so many things that we could spend our money on that would have a true return on our investment it just it's really it's just very disheartening to me we did they, they did a study recently about the housing in wood county and parkersburg and i guess we're at a deficit with um, with housing and I believe and I, I don't want to misspeak but I believe that that's the reason why because uh, Bureau of Fiscal Services was going to bring a bunch of people from Baltimore and we don't have any place we don't. I mean they, we, they could have built like in the um, uh, old federal building that would have been a great place to put really upscale apartments right there where the jail used to be would have been an excellent place for, you know, upscale apartments, you know, stuff like that. But I, I always wondered, you know, cause I can't get a straight answer out of anybody as to what happened to the, um, that with, um, fiscal services. And remember years ago, Roger, um, there was supposed to be a pizza, big pizza, um, manufacturing place come in out there beside where he knows that. Yes, absolutely. I do remember that. I, every time I ask what happened, nobody knows. One one person told me because the state highway department wouldn't put an off ramp or something. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, I mean, all these things that these people bring bring into us and then they start saying, okay, you know, this is going to, this is cool. This is going to, and then all of a sudden it disappears. I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out you know, even on the city part of it, you know, what what can we do? I, I think the city, the county, 
needs to work together with Vienna, Williamstown, County Commission, City Council, Mayor, everybody. And I was telling them this the other day, we need to come up with a footprint for the future of the city of Parkersburg. Absolutely. And and likewise, that footprint for the entire uh, county of Wood. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you talk about all of those potentials that we've had in the past, it seems like they've just kind of disappeared. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's very disappointing. But, you know, I, I think what we need, and you touched on it, we need to make sure we've got everybody pulling the rope, not some pulling and some pushing. Exactly. You know, we use this recovery money that I talked about that was just totally wasted in the city of Parkersburg. Uh, you know, if we would have pulled the money from the city of Parkersburg, I'm sorry, the city of, yeah, the city of Parkersburg, the city of Vienna, the city of Williamstown, and Wood County, and put that money all together, can you imagine what we could have done for the county? That would have been so beneficial for so many people. Even you're even you're talking about uh, you know the the shortage of uh, affordable housing. That's a big deal. Um, it's going to be hard to bring these facilities in if there's no houses to buy. I, the last realtor I talked to was probably two weeks ago, and I think there was less than 200 houses available for sale in all of Wood County. Is that right? So, you know, the numbers are horrendously, horrendously low. But, you know, and, and you know as well as I do, uh, Bob, when we talk about, you know, pooling our resources and working together, that goes with so many things. And it seems like we don't do that. We need someone that's going to champion bringing people together to work for a common cause, and that common cause being the people of Wood County. You know, Bob and, and Rick, I'm sure you too, there's been so much talk about the homeless here in the past month or so, you know, and uh, I even spoke at the council meeting down there a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I don't have the answer for that, and I don't really think probably either one of you guys have the 100% answer for that. But I think we all ought to be smart enough to know that if we get together a group of people from the county commission, the city of Parkersburg, Vienna, Williamstown, state police, sheriff's office, we get a team of people together to focus on coming up with an answer to these problems. That's the way we're going to solve the problems. You're not going to solve it by having a big ego. You're not going to solve it by saying, I, 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 you're going to solve it by being a part of the yeah, team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a team, we can accomplish just pretty much anything. You know, and something else, you know, when we talk about infrastructure needs, uh, Bob uh, and Rick, you both very well may know, but, you know, the majority of the water line, not only in Wood County, but all across West Virginia and the country, but I know it's over half of the water lines in Wood County are transite water lines. The transite water lines are made up of asbestos and concrete. We all know the story on asbestos. Uh, you know, there's uh, some people that say, well, as long as it's not airborne, it's not dangerous. But, you know, I know from being on city council that if uh, the public works guys went out to replace a uh, asbestos transite water line, they had to be trained to do so. Yeah. And those transite water lines have roughly an 80-year lifespan. 
guess where we're at? Way past that. We're, we're, there. we're there. Every time we look around, whether it's Wood County in general, uh, Parkersburg or Vienna, there's water gushing up through the ground. They dig it up, slap a saddle on it. And all that does is move the stress point to the next weakest point. Right, right. It doesn't fix anything at all. So we're coming upon a time that someone is going to have to lead the effort to replace the transite water lines. It's going to be a mammoth, mammoth project. And it's not something that Wood County is going to do by itself. No. I'm not absolutely not inferring that at all. But somebody's going to have to put a team together from Wood County, Parkersburg, Williamstown, Vienna, all across the state of West Virginia and the federal government to take care of this issue when it comes up. I agree. Right now we're kicking down the road you know i asked someone uh from one of the public service districts a while back what's your short term and your long-term plan to fix these infrastructure issues that it's not if it's going to happen it's when and the when is now and the answer was well we really just don't have one not acceptable we can't keep wasting money when we have things like this uh it's going to be slapping us in the face that you know I don't know what the total cost is going to be. I heard someone say, and it sounds like a big number, but maybe true, that it was it would cost a million dollars a mile to do something like that. Well, we've got miles and miles of it just in Wood County, and if that's a true number, oh, then we need to start figuring out we're going to have to have a plan, a short-term plan and a long-term plan. Short-term, which, which of these water lines are the oldest? Which one of these water lines are we spending the most money on? And we focus on those water lines. And it's not, it's and not just that. Yeah, it's not just that. It's that the longer we wait, inflation is going to just make it more and more expensive. Oh, absolutely. Now, every year we wait is, means it's going to be that much more. And absolutely. It's going to have to be fixed sometime. So and the older these water lines get, the more they break down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm not a scientist and don't claim to be. But it would appear to me if you've got water, no matter how pure it is, running through an asbestos water line. I, there again, I'm not a I'm not a scientist, but it doesn't sound like something I want to be drinking. <laughs> I and agree. That's why I do. So, so we've just we've got so many issues. You know, my opponent has been in that office for uh, nearly two decades, and uh, there's so many things like this that we need to be looking at, and. You know, we need a county commissioner that's going to get up every morning thinking about what can we do to make Wood County stronger. You know, you can't have a county commissioner that goes Monday at 9.30 to a meeting and leaves at 10 or 10.30 and does the same thing on Thursday. You know, we've got, you know, drug issues that just absolutely horrendous. That's another teamwork. It's stifling us uh, big time. We've got the recovery houses, as you guys know. Uh, West Virginia's got, or I'm sorry, Wood County has got over 25% of the recovery beds now because uh, uh, your mayor, Tommy Joyce, did so much work with the legislature. I think he went down there about every day. He was successful in getting the number of beds limited. I believe the number was 250, but that's still a tremendous amount. The homeless issue, we've got to put a team together to fix it. Uh, yeah. We've got senior citizens that we need to be concentrating on. We've got veteran situations we need to be concentrating on. Uh, you know, you just go on and on, guys, and I feel I feel like I'm rambling. So anytime you no, guys are you're fine. Jump in, you're fine. Interrupt me. 
but we the ambulance is something that's absolutely critical uh we have got st joe's and camden clark that do a great job with the tools that they have but they have they need some more tools to work with you know there's a tremendous shortage of people to run those ambulances exactly there's a tremendous shortage of you know the emts and you know we have recruitment and retention problems that has to be addressed there again you sit down with the professionals in that organization in that profession and you come up with the answer you know we've got a lot of really smart people and you just put those people together to come up with the answers part of the and part of the uh the, the job description if you would for a, a uh, county commission is to is to provide an emergency medical uh service yeah. right? we don't have we that don't. Now, they might tell you yeah but we allow you know the other two services which do a great job to run but that's not what the law says the law plainly says that the county commission is to provide an ambulance service now you can see all the time, Work County Ambulance, uh, Jackson County, you can see Ritchie County. When's the last time you've seen one that said Wood County? We don't have it. I'll fix that. And, you know, even if it's one ambulance with uh, a half a dozen people to cover a couple of shifts, it's an improvement. But we have to really focus on the retention and the recruitment of uh, those professionals across the board. Now, will that require legislation? Very well may. You know, I, I think they're probably grossly underpaid, uh, you know, and there's always times that the legislature steps in. Like the last year I was down there, we stepped in and made sure we got a, a good raise for the uh, state police. Right. This last term, they stepped in and made sure that the correctional officers was adequately paid because there was such a dire situation there. Are we looking at the same thing here to fix the problem? Maybe so. But, you know, I'm not going to say that it is or it is not, but we have to survey all of the possibilities. Status quo does not fix the problem. Yeah, we, we definitely need to work on um, the um, deputy sheriffs getting new recruitment. Because same with the city of Parkersburg. City of Parkersburg, we're down like 17 officers and counties down. I forget what the last number was I heard. but The last um, number I heard from Rick was eight. But, you know, they can go outside of law enforcement to the private sector and make more money than they're making as a deputy sheriff or a city police officer. And I know on council, we have tried very hard to, you know, at one particular point, we were one of the highest paid police departments in the state. And then everybody started, you know, jumping up and we're right back where we were, where a lot of these other, we, we're losing them to Vienna. We're losing them to Washington County. And we got to figure out all the way around county and city how to fix this. A absolutely. You know, one of the things that was talked about so much uh, when I was the, when I was down in the legislature was I'm, I started talking and I'm now I'm struggling to come up the word, uh, the words, but uh, they talked an awful lot about territory and this is not the way they they uh they stated it but territorial type pay raises where you know maybe the state police on the eastern panhandle because they're so close to dc for an example 
they would get more of the raise and they would get higher pay than someone that maybe lived, uh, you know, in, in Morgantown, for example. And, and I'm not totally disagree as well. You know, that's, that's maybe a Band-Aid on a problem, but we've got a problem that needs surgery. You know, if you do that territorial stuff like they talked about, you know, why wouldn't the guy in Morgantown say, well, I'm just going to move my family and go to the Eastern Panhandle where I get more money. So I think all that does is just move the problem. Exactly. Exactly. We need to we need to fix we need to fix the problem. And, and and it's just not law enforcement. It's first responders in general, guys. I mean, the volunteer fire departments, we have 10 of them here in Wood County. The volunteer fire departments are all facing the same thing. They're all really short on people. Uh, we have to figure out a way to uh, take care of some of the recruitment. Uh, we have to figure out a way to to take care of some of the retention and you know does that mean down the road that you know firefighters is going to need some kind of a stipend i don't know but there again just kicking the can down the road and ignoring it is not going to get the job done what's going to get the job done is folks like us bob and mike get together and figuring out yes we do have a problem so now what are we going to do to fix the problem yeah, yeah. look where, look where, where look where we're at, at. Look where we're at at 911. We're losing two more. Well, we lost two more. Um, just the, the last one, this is what, the 22nd? The last one, her, her last day's in four days. And the other guy, he went to Washington County Sheriff's Department making more dispatching. And we're down so many people. Right now we're training people, but it takes so much to train them, so long to train them. And a lot of people roger get to the point and i've seen it many times i'm an assistant supervisor and a trainer i can't i can't do this i just can't there it's stressful and oh it has we we got to figure out i mean mike mike's obviously just became our new director great guy and he's working yeah. on it i'm sure bill riffle all of them and McEwen. um he's now our deputy director um he used to be a part of a police officer, great guy. And I'm sure they're working on it. But right now, everybody up there is so wore out because we're working overtime and we're doing this and we're doing that. And it's just past the point to where we've got to come up with solutions all the from the um, sheriff's department down to the dispatch center and try to figure this out. I mean, they upped the starting rate. The starting rate at one time up until the last couple months ago it was like thirteen dollars an hour. Yeah. We got nobody. Well thirteen dollars an hour you can get that much just pressing the button saying well you want fries with that. Right. And and they, they they raised it to thirteen or sixteen something. But we're still not getting the people. Nobody I mean, we get them there and they stay for a little bit and they're like, I, I this is too stressful or I'm gonna go over here to Washington County. They start their people out at like twenty one dollars or whatever it is an hour. Something just it's, of course, they have a bigger tax base. Well, I understand you that. Know, this, I, I, I do. It's guys still there? Yeah, we're here. We can hear you, but you're froze. Yeah, go ahead. These are life and death problems. These are serious problems. Yep. These things, these are things that we can't, you know, when you talk about our bonders, because they go somewhere else and make more money, 
Well, guess what? Able to make more money. He's not going to every single day that he's going to come home. You know, you can't tell me that's not worth a substantial amount of dollars. We just got to figure out a way to pay. Right. Well, um, Rick, I'm going to go get JJ a minute. I'll be right back. I'm going to go bring him in. Roger, I'll be right back. If you got more to say, Rick, if you got something you want to talk about. Well, I just, I just thinking that uh, you know while we were talking, is it seems like uh, what we need is a countywide task force. <clears throat> you know, just uh, a, a countywide brain trust, and should be directed by the county commission. It would seem, mm-hmm. since it covers all the all the counties. But it just seems that uh, it seems like a, a, a countywide task force or a countywide think tank. Come up with a name for it. I don't care what you call it. But but somebody to take all of the all of the issues, put them all together, and say, look, you know, whether I live in Vienna or whether I live in Parkersburg or whether I live in Murphytown, what goes on in a, in Vienna affects me in Murphytown, because I'm a citizen of this whole community, and and we need the whole community working together to solve everybody's problems. Well, see, that's another thing I told the mayor the other day. I said, you know. And, and I brought it up a little bit ago. I want to get county commit county commission, count, city council of each city, the mayor of each city, um, and I want the people from the board of education. And I, I want to have a huge summit, so to speak, if that's what you want to call it. And again, the footprint for the future of Wood County, the future of our people. Because I'm here to tell you, and I've told Debbie Hendershot this many times. I honestly believe, Roger, and you may or may not, closing these schools is going to come back to bite them. I think. You there, Roger? Maybe not. What happened? I don't know. It's actually not weird tonight. Well, it's on that end. It must be on the phone end. JJ yeah, should be here in a minute. Evidently, well, Roger's having some technical issues, everybody, but that was Roger Conley. He's running for county commission. He's got some great ideas. Just a great guy. Uh, known him for quite a while, and he's just an, just an awesome person. Um, and next is going to be next is going to be um, JJ Hendershot, James Hendershot. James is running for District 3 Parkerburg City Council, which happens to be my particular count or district right now. But most of you know that I'm not running running for Kent for county. Hi, Rick. I'm not running for city council anymore. <laughs> Speak and up. There's JJ. Oh, there. There we go. What's hello. up, mister? Hello, hello. Is we were working? just talking. We were just talking about you. All right, sounds good. Is everything working on the on your on the on your end? Yeah. Okay. Well, Roger's having a bit of a problem. We had Roger on for the last half hour. Right. Right. I was watching. Right. And um, but um, what was I saying, Rick? (laughs) No. I'm sitting here looking at all the technical stuff that's going on. I lost what you were saying. I I, I totally lost where I was going with it, Mister. But anyway, um, like I said, most of you know that I'm not going to run for city council. Um, James is going to run for District 3. And 
we're going to bring him on and James is going to kind of let us know where he's at and what he's thinking about his vision for the city of Parkersburg. And um, which, by the way, y'all know I'm running for Board of Education as well. But I want to have a big major summit like Roger and I discussed earlier. Roger's Roger's very smart man. Roger, I mean, and, and I'm not just saying that. Roger's a very smart man. And he knows what he's talking about. And I appreciate him. And um, so what are you thinking, Jim? James, what do you want to go by? Jim, James? Hank, uh, James, Jay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, as, long as, he, as long as he will vote, you know, for Hendershaw on the ballot, that's all right with me. No. Um, uh, thank, thank you again, Bob, Rick, for having me on. Um, for those who don't know, I'm born and raised. I'm a, I'm a little bit uh, younger than that you probably think for people that are running, but uh, don't don't let it uh, trick you. I've been uh, real busy the last few months. Bob knows that I, I've talked with him. I've been attending every single meeting making sure I know everything, going out and speaking to the people, making sure I know what their thoughts are because ultimately that's what matters. They're the ones who uh, decide who gets in, who votes, and I want to earn their vote. So their concerns are my concerns. I want to hear their solutions, their ideas, because ultimately, like I said, that's what matters. If they choose to put me on the council, I want to follow what they want. People of District 3, the people of Parkersburg, uh, ultimately their challenges, their situations are what I want to care about, and that's what I'm going to focus on till through through may and then even when i got on the council and uh when i went in november and all the way through well one thing one thing is that um in, in pretty much what you just said you work for them they don't right. work for you absolutely and that's what i always told them when i became a city councilman one of the things i told them on the council when, when i was on when i was up there in the council chamber there right i don't work for you i mean I work for you guys. You don't work for me. You don't, right. I don't tell you what it's going to be. You tell me what you want. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, you and I have discussed many things, you know, um, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to listen, but at the same time, Jim, you've got to understand it. And, and one of the, one of the things that I told you, and it was told to me, one of the very first things that Connie, the city clerk told me, and, and this sticks with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Out there looking up is totally different from it is up there looking out. What you may see in the audience is like, my God, that, that's simple. Up there, it may not be. And you can ask Roger. Roger's been probably on a, more of the ends of this than I have. It's totally different. Them peop, the ones sitting in the audience, the people that we work for, don't know the behind the story we right. try to give it to them, but it's just, you know, like the council gets blamed for some things that absolutely we have no control over, but you can't right. tell anybody that because they don't believe it. Oh, yeah, right. well, it's council's fault, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, so right. tell me what you're thinking, sir. What's going on that you would like to see changed about the way things are? And I know one of the things I want to do before I leave there is make it a nonpartisan position. What's your thought on that? You know, I've heard uh, kind of back and forth. To my knowledge, I believe Vienna is nonpartisan, uh, their city council. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I was looking at, they are. And I think it's, it makes, I can see where it makes sense. And I think it's definitely something that if the people think it's a great idea, and from people, what I've discussed with people, some people think it's a good idea and are confused why it's even partisan to begin with. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it, 
the people will obviously know what they want, but I feel like there's there'll be some people who may be, um, if I can think of the word here, what I'm trying to say, they will be more they'll keep more more well um, informed on the people by name. They won't just vote for you know DNR, and I think the people, I mean, they'll vote whoever they want and whoever earned their vote. But uh, I do think it's something that could be explored at the very least. Like I said, Vienna does it, and to my knowledge, it works pretty well. For the most part, people are happy with the process, whether they're happy with the result or not. The only reason I say that is because, you know, I'm a Republican, have been all my life, and it doesn't make a difference one way or another. Right. I still, we we still, we we are everybody's council person. We're not Republican council people, Democrats, independents, anybody. Right. That's our jobs is to take care of everybody. Hmm. It's a bit of it's it's a bit of a different different um, world, so to speak, James. Right. Um, you know, one thing you need to you know one thing that you'll understand when you become you know if you become a city councilman is that hmm. you'll not hear from a lot of people. Right. Until something happens. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. And until something is. Yeah. If they show up, if they show up, you're like, I mean, you can ask anybody on council. If we get a packed room in there, I'm going, what's going on? Is there something? Well, else? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, you know, as far as your age, you know, I, I was sad. And I, and, and I didn't know this till the other day. I think you told me uh, Mike, Mike has dropped out of the race. He did. And I talked to him. I said, Mike, what's going on? Well, he told me his reasoning why. Right. I don't agree with that particular reason because that's not necessarily the fact. But whatever Mike thinks, Mike's a great young man. And uh, when I first met Mike seven years ago, James, Mm -hmm. he was still in high school. Right. And he was like, he amazed me. Right. How up to date. And the thing about it is, James, we need young blood in there. We need people. It's it's like, and and I'll use this and I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. I I don't mean to be talking all the time, but here's what I think. It's like, it's like the um, pavilion in the city park. Mm. We're putting a new activity center in there. Right. Okay. Now, people ask me why that building served its generation. Right. Us older people served our generation. Now right. it's time for you, young right. people, to come in and serve the upcoming generations to make to make um, Parkersburg the place to be, the place that people want to be. Thoughts? Right. The funny thing with the the event center um, around the time that was more publicly announced, uh, we were doing a. I, I'm a student up at WVP. We were doing a marketing project, and that was my idea. We had to come up with a business idea for the area. And I right. said, well, why not an event center? And then the next day, they announced the event center. Yeah. But no. But I but I agree, and that's one of the reasons i decided to run instead of you know helping with somebody else i saw michael announced around just before i did and i had seen him i had worked with him um and attended some stuff for his campaign in 2022 when he was running for i believe county clerk and the thing that um most it sort of stuck with me and it's a quote um i kind of try to spread around is be the change you want to see so that along with 
I want to be the voice that regardless of the outcome, if I'm running and somebody my age or somebody maybe just coming out of high school, they see this 20, 21 year old uh, by, by the time election rolls around, decided to go out, run for office and try and whether, you know, whether win or lose, they tried and they put in the effort and they went out, talked to people, tried to do everything they could within their capabilities. I want to inspire them to maybe be the next person come the next election or maybe not even just for elections, but just to go out, volunteer, go out and do something as part of their community and just step up and be that change. Because ultimately we need that in Parkersburg. I talked for a long time with different people my age. A lot of people have issues, but a lot of people don't do anything about their issues with the area. And I want to at least give it a fair shot and let the people decide. Do they want to elect me? Do they not? It's, it's up to them, but I want to at least give it the fair shot and inspire others to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Well, when, when, I, when I first started running seven years ago, James, um, one of the big things everybody asked me was, why do you want to put yourself into that position? Right. Well, my mom always told me, there's two things you can do. Mm-hmm. You could sit back and whine about it. Right. Or you could do something about it. Mm-hmm. If you sit back and whine about it and don't do anything about it, Rick and I've talked about this before. If you've got something to say when you come to council, if we're not doing it right, bring bring a solution with you. Right. Bring something with you that's going to you're, that you'll be able to say, look, I don't agree with this for this, and here may be something that you can you guys can take a look at, because right. again, we work for them, but at the same time, we don't they don't know what's going on, but you'll find. Right. You'll find that you'll earn their respect if you listen to them and, and and don't tell them something you can't do. We've discussed right. it. You and I discussed that. Right. You know, don't, 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 because they'll remember that. They'll remember right. that. And me, I'm out. I, I haven't been for a little bit, but I used to be out in my district twice a week. I'd right. hit the district. My wife would go with me and she'd write down things. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is going, this is going, this is wrong. This is wrong. Then I'd turn it into the proper person. Now we have the new um, Connect Parkersburg, the new app, right? Where we can go down, and take a picture of it, and send it right to the department that needs it, and they have so many days to reply. So that's a good plus. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think? What What would you like to see happen to Parkersburg, James? What do you see? What, what would you? What do you think you would like? Well, let me Let me put this correctly. What if you had a, If you had a magic wand, what would you wave it over? Thank you. <laughs> um, well, it's something that um, a lot of people my age or maybe a little bit older talked about, and I think it's getting better, which is good, and I think that's due to the work of our council, our committees, our board, our, just everybody, is in certain fields, there's not a lot of upward growth if you're just starting. Now, um, I've spoken to a few different people. A lot of people work, you know, They'll be able to find entry level, but there's not a lot of upward mobility without leaving. Like you were saying earlier with um, our police departments, a lot of people can go over to Belpre or go over somewhere else and make more money. So why would they stay here? So uh, I want to be able to kind of promote that. I mean, I uh, obviously, you know, can't do everything. It's a council of nine and I don't have all the solutions. That's why we listen to the people because they may have a better solution. Not like I could ever think of. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way to go into it. Yeah, if I had, if I could make one change, if I had the ability to do so, it would just be to help stimulate just job growth and 
upward mobility in the amazing companies we already have in the town. Right. Well, that's a good thought, and that would be that would be something to really work on. Right. Uh, there's there's just a lot of things that, that we need to do, and right, and there's um, a lot of factors that get in the way, which is like you said. But, but uh, we don't. Everybody's suffering. Everybody needs right. people. Right. And and you know what's weird, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, but we have so many people that are hiring, and I get a lot of people tell me, Bob. I put applications in, not one person's called me back, but people are needing people. And I'm like, I don't understand that. I don't understand. But Parkersburg needs to work with the county. Right. Work with Vienna, work with Williamstown. Mm. Again, like I mentioned, the summit and, and your grandmother, grandmother, right? Debbie? Yeah. Yeah. She, she yep. likes the idea. And, and we, we need to have... We need to get council together with everybody, all the councils, all the mayors, county commission, board of education. And we need to really come up with a forward plan, not only for our city, James, but for the entire community, uh, county of Wood. Absolutely. And that could be something that could really promote. I mean, if, if they see us working together, I'm not talking about a metro government. Right. That was brought up a long time ago, kind of squashed. And right, some people had good ideas, some did not. You right. know, but we still, even if, even as not a metro government, we still need to work together with each other. And right. we need to make sure that the city of Parkersburg has a plan going forward. The county has their plan. Each city has their have a countywide plan. And that right. might be something that you might, as a city councilman, that you might be able to take a look at and spearhead and say, look, we got to do this, people. Right. Definitely. I mean, communication is the first step forward to actually having a clear and concise plan, working with the county and the city. You can't be clashing all the time. And then people just it's a it's a county of, I believe, over 80,000. If my number if the last time I looked at the numbers, So it's a lot of people, a lot of ideas. You just got to come together and make it happen. I think the summit's a great idea, at least a good start to get things rolling. Well, it's a very important thing to do. I still have one more year, and before the time right. that year's up, I'm going to get with Debbie, your right. grandmother, and mm-hmm. I'm going to get with everybody else, and I'm going to make it happen. So we'll definitely bring you in on it right. and bring your ideas, bring Mikey in. I'd love to. Even though right. Mike's not going to run, that, that young man, he's an amazing young man. He has great ideas. He's still and he he's still ideas, and he's a right. forward-looking person. He's a forward-looking right. individual, and but there's so many things that we need to take a look at. Um, you know, I like I said, I'm not running. I'm running for board of education. And I'd love to get on there and work right. with Debbie. I, right. I exactly Debbie teamwork for a plan to to succeed. Absolutely. Failure is not an option. Absolutely. Not. You know, you as a young person aren't. Our young generation is the future of what's happening in Parkersburg. Right. And, you know, they always say that each generation should leave, leave something, leave it a little bit better than they found it. Right. I'm not sure where that's at on our end. I mean, we've, we've tried, we've tried really hard. I mean, you know, city council, we're trying, we're, you know, we're trying to deal with the homeless. We're trying to deal with the drugs, which you will get a lot of. And, right. and if I can give you any bit of any bit of 
um, advice, James, it would be don't take it personal. Right. You're going to be called a crook. I, you know, I, I can look you in the face and say I've never stolen anything from anybody in my life. And for people to go on Facebook and say right. city council lines their pockets with our money. Pal, if you want what I make every two weeks, come get it. Right. I mean, right. you're not going to get rich on the city council. I promise right. you that. And I know you understand that. And I'm not, you know, yeah. that yeah, yeah, about the money now. Yeah. It, it's got to be about, it's got to be about the people. And, Absolutely. And, and you've got to make them believe that, not just say it and go on. Right. They have to know that that's how you feel as a city councilman. And right. so I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where you go with this, sir. Thank I, you. I, I appreciate it. I, if I can help you at all, you know, I'm right here. All you got to do is ask. I appreciate um, it. If you want to drive around the, the district one day, you know, we can do that. Yeah. It's right. a huge, huge. It district. is. It's one of the bigger districts, but I, I'm, I'm determined. I, I absolutely did not realize how huge it was till I started driving it. Right. And it is something else because you think, well, that's mine over there. You know, they, yeah. they have like district district four. Some of theirs runs in the south side. Some of theirs runs in the right. fourth avenue, old Camden. Right. It's up to the right there. And uh, but yeah, it's it's huge. And if you, you, know, if you ever want to go, I'll take you around, you know, because um, you're going to see that people people are going to put you on speed dial. Trust. Me. Right. Right. And. Uh, they expect, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to do all the time. Right. But they expect, they expect it yesterday. Right. So, you know, um, is there anything you want to say? Is there anything you'd like to tell everybody? Do you have a uh, Facebook page or an event page? I didn't ask Roger because we got mixed up. Something happened to his, um, Roger, if you're listening, if you can hear us, if you can chat, uh, send us something on chat. If you have a web page, James, do you have one, buddy? Yeah, I do have a Facebook page. Um, if I can find the link, I'll send it to you or put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Now but, we're um, yeah, I do have a Facebook page. It's uh, just named James Center Shop, but I will send it in the chat here. I try to keep everything updated on there, things I'm attending, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm also working on some stuff that's in progress for, um, for some YouTube stuff, but because I'm, I'm a bit uh, younger. I'm trying to put something together um, to attract those people to actually go out and vote. Because that's another thing, is a lot of younger people. I've talked to them, even my close friends. They didn't vote. They didn't vote in 2022. You know, all all of us were of age to do so. I went, I went and voted, both in the primary and the general. But not a lot of people, not a lot of them do. Some of them aren't even registered. I just got somebody registered who th thought it was a whole. Strenuous process. You go down, you'll be done in probably 10 minutes. Right, right. So, but if I can find this here, I will send yeah, it. Just send, just send it to us. Is there anything I you'd would. like to say or anything? Or anything you'd like for the people to know about you? Or um, Don't let my uh, youth deter you. I would say it just uh, it lets me bring a renewed energy and a new idea to the city council, new ideas, new perspective. And I think we need all perspectives on the city council. I think we have a great council. I think we'll have, we've had a great council. And I think with everyone new and returning after 2024, it'll be another great council to get a lot of great things done. Hopefully I'm a part of it. Hopefully I earn your vote. Well, that, that's awesome. And like I said, buddy, I'll be here if you need anything. 
And right. with that, it. we appreciate you, Debbie. I promise I want to get with you, Debbie, and try to work something out with this summit um, and get everybody involved because I, it's, it's a now or never thing, I think. And so I'm looking forward to dealing with it. So James, good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you so much for coming right. on. Anytime. And I'll tell you right there we go. And I'll tell you what, um, if you need, uh, you know, after things start picking up, if you want to come back on, right. please let me know. Absolutely. We'll I'm always, always make, we'll make time for everybody, Roger. And we're going to try to get as many people state, local, state, right. county, and local. And yeah, um, yep. all important. Yeah. So, buddy, you take care. If you need anything, all right. you know where we're at, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. All right, Rick. Yes, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. It was. Cool. It was. Just real quick. Um, this is Tuesday, October twenty fourth, seven thirty p.m. Second floor, Parkersburg City Building, City Council meeting. Um, there's going to be a resolution stating the dates of this meeting for December twenty twenty three. Shall be Tuesday, December twelfth, and December nineteenth. We have to do that because of the way the with holidays and everything like that. We have to do that as a resolution so that because we're not going to be able to do it during christmas obviously and um so and the the last thing is going to be kind of a short meeting this week because we only have two things on the agenda which is cool because we have ura after that urban renewal uh, resolution authorizing mayor tom joyce to submit a land and water conservation fund grant to the national park service for a city park pond enhancement project for two hundred twenty seven thousand four hundred thirty nine and that's going to be to um, make the um, city park pond just look amazing more than it does now. Uh, remember, everything on tonight will be, what, about a half hour, 45 minutes, Rick, will be on the other podcasts. Yeah. We'll be on YouTube and every place where you see your podcasts at. Um, I, I apologize, Roger, if you're listening, buddy. I apologize to you. I don't know what happened. We couldn't get you back. It was like scattered somewhere. I don't know if it was on your end or what, but I apologize. We want to have you back on to where maybe for the whole hour. We appreciate James being on down as his stuff. Um, let's see what we got going on, Mr. Ricker. Upcoming events. There's going to be um, da, 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 da. excuse me for not being prepared. Ah, thrill the world. Y'all know who them are. Thriller. We'll be performing at Pet Supply Pass in Vienna, Humane Society Trunk or Treat. That's already been over with. Uh, Fraternal Order Police Lodge 79, Grand Central Mall near J.C. Penney's, Thursday, October 26th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Go out and have a good time there. Um, Jan Dill's Attorney at Law, 963 Market Street, Saturday, October 28th, 12 to 2. Another Trunk or Treat. Parkersburg Women's Club. Again, this is tickets required. Get a at Crown Floral, Mulberry Lane, or Gift Gallery, Trunk or Treat, 323 9th Street, October 26th, 27th, and 28th, 7.30 to 9.30. Texas Roadhouse, Monday, October 30th, 5 to 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, so there's an additional Facebook group to post activities for kids with a number of additional Trunk or Treats. Check out the group MOV-Fun with the Kids. That's a, that's a group that... Um, tells everybody what's going on with the kids so that's going to be awesome go take go take care of that um i was over at my aunt deb's for chili rick 
If for those of you who have not been to my Aunt Debbie's for chili <laughs> or tasted my Aunt Deb's chili, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, she makes the best chili. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Heather was there. I mean, um, fortunately, Heather was there. <laughs> I was giving her a rough time. I was giving them all of them. It was You're all that, it's all that pent up energy, though. We haven't been together in a, in a while because everybody's schedules and stuff. So, hey, listen, we appreciate you guys, man. It's been a great hour. We've got a lot of good information out there about um, uh, people, two, two that are running so far. We're going to grab some more. Remember to volunteer, get involved, become involved in everything that's happening in your community. Don't sit back and say, I wish I had, do it. Um, you know, Rick and I, Rick and I will help you any way we can with anything. If you have anything you want to talk about, please come on the show and sit with us and talk with us and give us your opinions. Any, uh, anybody on uh, city, on city council, anybody in the county commission who has opposing views, come on. Bring them on. Let us know when you want to come on. We'll have you on. And you and, don't need to be running for an office to get on with us. You know, if you just got something you want to say, you want to just, or if you just want to sit and chat with us for an hour, let us know. We'll bring you on. And just remember to say your prayers for our country. Say your prayer for Israel, the children of Israel, and those in the Gaza who are innocent and who have nothing in this, that they get out and everything will calm down and we can get back to life as we know it. Um, it, it's sad. Our kids have to deal with all this stuff. So, um, thank you for being with us and we hope to see you next week. It's the same time. Um, we'll, we'll announce this week who's going to be on, um, for next week. As soon as we get that lined up, please send us your questions that you have for anybody on city council, anybody on the commission, anybody, uh, board of education, anybody, Anybody, if you have a question for them, send it to Rick and I, or I, and we'll bring it on and we'll make it happen. And we will, uh, we'll get you on here. You have anything you got to say there, brother? No, sir. I just uh, pop up the email address there in case you didn't get it. If you don't, if you don't get it right now, you can go on YouTube and, and uh, pull up, go to the end of the end of the video and it'll be right there for you. So, yeah. and so also I have all these numbers in the uh, comment section below our video. So that's all there too. So uh, if you don't get it right now, that's okay. We can get it later. Please get on there and like, and subscribe our, on Facebook. That helps us out. Um, and go to your favorite podcast location. Look up the Bobcast MOV. We'll be there waving at you saying hi. Thank you all again for joining us. We'll see you next week. Rick, have a good one, sir. Family and friends love you guys very much. Mean it. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Take us out of here.